0: Welcome back to Leaders of Color. On today's episode, we are welcoming a new guest. Uh, Odogu is a poet, playwright, essayist, curator, and founder of TRAD. TRAD is a community curious about their African heritage. They publish thematic essays from young writers and thinkers in Ontario. They ask big questions and find original ideas from traditional and contemporary science, philosophy, society, design, and arts. Welcome to the podcast.
1: Thank you very much. It's been quite weird. So I guess (laughs) like everybody else, um, there have been different phases, right? And Mm -hmm. I say this also, and I always, always feel like I need to center myself with just recognizing that thousands of people have lost their lives. Mm -hmm. And I think the hardest part of this whole process would be reckoning with those lives lost, Mm -hmm. um, families, um, who, you know, haven't even been able to mourn or grieve their lost ones in any um, real way, at least in in ways that we have considered normal in the past. So I think that part is going to be the hardest. And I feel discomfort, right? I feel like my Mm -hmm. day has been interrupted. um, But, you know, nothing I'm feeling (laughs) uh, compares to the grief that uh, many of these individuals and families across the country and across the world, <laughs> mm-hmm. you know, are facing. So um, I, I always just, I don't know, it's 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 rough for me, but it's so much worse for people who have actually lost jobs, yeah. lost family, most importantly. So, But I, I give thanks for life. Um, mm-hmm. uh, you know, my family's good. My, my parents are good. I mean, we've lost income and we've lost security but we're we're alive Mm -hmm. and I think in this period as long as you have life one ought to be deeply deeply grateful
0: Mm -hmm. I think that's beautifully said I think a lot of I know I've also had some family members who have experienced the same um, and not being able to support one another in this time is very difficult as well the idea especially that racialized communities are disproportionately affected by this virus um, and that in our communities, oftentimes, like being together and, and being able to mourn together in particular is very, very critical. And so to not have that access has been, I know, something that's difficult, at least on, on my end as well. Yeah. Um, but it's great to hear that, that you've kind of seen this aspect of, of recognizing what is really important. Um, and despite the challenges that you're facing, pushing through with that. So that's really admirable. Um, so you're here today to talk a little bit about your organization, Trad, that just launched. Um, and so we're really excited to have you on to hear about it. Why don't you tell us a little bit about what Trad does, um, what your mandate is, how you guys came to be, and and who it is you're
1: catering your programming to? So yeah, so I guess at the time this podcast launches, um, it won't be yesterday anymore. So um, although we've been building for almost two years. Uh, we finally put our first teaser, our first volume out to the public on the 25th of, uh, what month is this? On oh, the 25th of July. Um, who we are, we are a community that is curious about our African heritage. Um, I think like many people who come from uh, recently and formerly colonized countries, a lot of us were educated to look at our tradition, our culture with a lot of shame, a lot of distrust, discontempt. We had uh, we were told that we were backwards and civilized. And I think to a large degree, a lot of us believed it as well. Um, so trad, instead, we just choose to completely disregard that shame and choose life. We are uh, curious about the ways of life of our ancestors, their traditions, their cultures, their philosophy, their arts, their design, their science, their technology. And we storytell. Uh, we tell stories that are grounded in these African truths. And when I mean African truths, I don't mean just Africa as a continent, but all the sub-regions of the continent, all the international regions of the continent, uh, Black black North America, Black Latin America, the Caribbean, um, parts of South Asia themselves that, are, that have African heritage. So we're deeply curious about the world and, and how Africans have existed, manifested across history and time. And at Trad, we do two primary things. We publish a magazine at tradmag.ca, which you should check out right now. And we host live events where we work with young people to really think through some complex questions around uh, maybe interesting things like time and death and what those indigenous African perspectives are on those topics. Uh, But we also have really fun conversations around water, dance, sports. Uh, but everything we do is grounded in a traditional way of knowing, traditional way of being. But we use these modern platforms to to retell uh timeless historical narratives. Timeless. That stories. sounds
0: incredible. Thank you. Um, I especially like the the fact that you're using storytelling as this way of bringing back almost your your heritages across across the continent to sort of the the perspective of of young people today especially i'm on the website right now and it looks amazing thank you Um, i love the design (laughs) it's great (laughs) you mentioned that this has been two years in the making and i know um, my friends who are involved in, in your work have talked about it as well over time what motivated you to do this work? And and what was that two-year period like? Was there a particular incident that just that sparked this? Or, or was it something you've been thinking about for a
1: while? Um, you know, I, I try not to, well, I'll say this, so two things. First is, I started a version of this program when I was in my second year of university. Uh, we ran it as a club on campus. And the feedback that we got was so resounding and so positive. Mm -hmm. And uh, five years later, uh, you know, we have this full version. Uh, But, you know, I really don't take any credit for this program. And I mean that in, like, the most sincere way. Um, And and I'll tell you why. Um, (laughs) There was a prophecy that was made um, by... uh, uh, some men in my in my traditional village, uh, they were soothsayers and prophets, um, and they had basically prophesied that there will, there will come an era, there will be there will come a time in this world, where people who uh, were formerly disrupted, people who weren't their lives were interrupted, their culture was interrupted, and were displaced would be curious about their heritage, be curious about their culture. Uh, there was. They'll be driven to go back. They'll be driven to remember, mm-hmm. um, and it's difficult to say that this is that historical moment and trad is that vessel. I think what we can definitely say is that mm-hmm. there is a larger cultural phenomenon happening right now, where young people are just deeply curious about home, deeply curious about their culture, the traditions, and mm-hmm. I think trad is just one vessel out of so many. That that drive uh, this curiosity and, and cause a, a channel for people to mm-hmm. remember. So, I think for us is we're just driven by an ancestral logic, you know, an ancestral spirit yeah. um, to uh, to do this. And, and I'm just happy that uh, our organization could create one of these vessels uh, that we channel uh, the spirit through modern technology to to young people.
0: Mm-hmm. Have there been challenges that you faced doing this work and trying to get it off the ground
1: with these things, I think the first thing that you always have to do is convince yourself that your um your your dream is worthy enough of your energy um and your dream is worthy enough of prioritizing in your life in any intentional way and I remember in my second year I had one of the most uh life changing experiences just with starting this thing and I, and It engulfed Mm -hmm. so much of my thinking, engulfed so much of my time, so much of my efforts that I actually did really poorly in school that year. Oh, wow. Um, But it was so profound for my learning, Mm -hmm. um, which was the, you you know, one cannot be so consumed by their dream that they let every other aspect of their life fall aside. Mm -hmm. Right. And it's all about the personal organization the personal governance, uh, managing your time, um, but also finding those other people who will help you take your dream to the next level. Um, you can only do so much by mm-hmm. yourself, but when you go with other people, you go much further. Um, so so the first piece for me was just the self-governance and um, and mm-hmm. understanding that although my dream is important and it's worthy of my time, I cannot allow it to consume every other part of my life that, I self-destruct and mm-hmm. and I think I was I've been able to find that really good balance and organizing everything around my life in an intentional way. and then the second piece mm-hmm. for me was you know just finding the crew, right finding the right people um, to build this thing out with and, and the questions that I asked was one of the things one of my mentors told me was, everything you need is in your hand, right um, that the the universe, God, life, history. Mm-hmm would never give you uh, a dream that it has not prepared you for. Mm-hmm. Um, so I started really thinking about what do I have at my disposal? Who do I have in my life? What are the relationships that I have naturally curated over the last couple of years? And I was just intentional in reaching out to those people. And it's not just about reaching out to anybody, but you have to reach out to people who align with your values, who have the skills, and, mm-hmm. um, And then the third thing was just putting myself in environments that allowed me to just learn by symbiosis. Um, So some people read a book, which I did. I read thousands of books. Um, uh, Maybe thousands. That's a hyperbole. (laughs) Tens tens of books. (laughs) Um, uh, But then I was just like, I started following a bunch of Instagram, Twitter handles that were similar to what I was doing is similar to, it's like almost like research, but not that like passive research. Right. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. I started going to events uh, where I just bumped into really interesting people randomly. And then I brought them on board. Mm-hmm. Um, uh, you know, an, inter- an interesting post pops up my Instagram feed. I was like, Oh, that's an idea. Or like that mm-hmm. idea forms the basis, which another idea is triggered a month later when that idea actually becomes dormant. Uh, Mm -hmm. so, so not just actively researching, but passively researching, putting yourself in environments where you can learn by symbiosis. And then Mm -hmm. the last, the last piece is, uh, is actually starting, you know, right. So, um, you've built a team, you've learned, you have to find the resources that would allow you to build. And it was hard finding, well, it was hard finding the resources, but you also just need to get better at looking. Uh, because there are people out there who are looking to support the several projects. You just have to like be really intentional in where you're going to find them. Um, mm-hmm. And my mentors were extremely helpful in helping me find them. And also, because of my previous experiences, I've been in this field for a while now. Um, people trusted me and they could vouch for me, right? And they introduced mm-hmm. me to other people who could help. Um, and, and then the other piece is specifically with money, you know, some people wait for money to get started. Um, and I, re- I recognize that people are in different financial positions. Some people are more or less secure than others, but there are mm-hmm. things you don't need money to start. Yeah, right? so absolutely. You want to find a book, you know. You want to find a book. Um, you can't buy the book. You borrow it from a library, mm-hmm. right? You don't have access to a library card. You find a friend who has access to a library card. Um, you know, there are ways you can work. If you really want to do it, um, mm-hmm. there are ways you can game the system. That would allow you to uh, to be a bit more intentional, you know, with what you are doing. Mm-hmm. So, so I started thinking about what do I, what do I, what what things do I need to put in place? I don't cost money, mm-hmm. and then I put all those things in place, and then when the money eventually came, we were ready to go.
0: I think that is such a good tip for people to to hear because funding is often for especially youth-led organizations and then organizations even further led by racialized youth, funding is so hard to come by. It's just not accessible. It's not available usually to, to people like us. And so that shouldn't necessarily be a hindrance to kind of the bigger vision and, and the dream, so to speak, as, as you've said before, that people have, right? That there there are ways to go about doing this without having that access to funding and, and we'll find those ways and, and be resilient about that and kind of like... Game the system as much as you can, like you mentioned. Right. And I think that's really important because otherwise, it just kind of lends itself to to being like, well, the system isn't for us, and it is against us, and now we can't we can't participate at all. But and we I, have to kind of navigate that.
1: Yeah, and I I do want to share though, and again, this is not to take away. I mean, systematic racism discrimination mm-hmm. is alive and thriving. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Um, but there's so many people out there who are down to help, and I think this is where we actually. Like we test those people, yeah, and we say, "Hey, you said you you said you wanted to do this. Here I am, ready for you. Mm-hmm, prove it." Would yeah, you yeah. you don't know, prove it, right? <laughs> um, and and I also want to like stress that folks shouldn't necessarily chase the money, mm-hmm. right? Um, there there's so many grants out there that do a bunch of a bunch of other stuff, right? Mm-hmm. And and to me and my team, out of a point of principle, you know, there's some there's some funny pack pockets that we could have accessed. But we said, like, this is not who we are. This is yeah. not what we want to do. And if we access this part of money, we will compromise some of our values. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Um, so it was just fully defining who we are, being unapologetic. Mm-hmm. People who are coming to work with us are coming to work with us on our own terms. Yeah. And, and and leading leading with those principles.
0: Yeah, I definitely think that makes a lot of sense and is something to keep in mind. This idea that funding can be everything and nothing at the same time. But but very importantly, that we shouldn't have to compromise who we are and our values in order to access that funding. And and what can we do without it? And what can we accomplish without having to make those compromises. And the fact that you guys have done that, I think is a testament to that. But the other thing that you mentioned that I think is really important is you described building this community around you. And I wonder if you have any tips for young people on kind of how to go about those networking opportunities and how to go about building that community of people around you who support you and and support the work that
1: you're doing so that you have this incredible team like you do. You know, I'll, I'll even make the question a bit more complicated for myself, mm. which is, how do you build a network when you're an introvert? Oh, yes. Right? Even better. Because, yeah. <laughs> yeah, like, because it's it's even so much more complicated. Um, mm-hmm. And can be intimidating, too. And everybody's smiling and happy. I'm like, why are you smiling? Mm-hmm. <laughs> like, you know, it's just like, because networking could be just a lot of fake happy. And, mm-hmm. and you just don't know who actually has your back and who doesn't. Yeah. And I think to me, it's people will support you if you've, if you've always been doing what you say you want to do. Mm-hmm. So there has to be that degree of consistency. Mm-hmm. Um, and, and I also think it's just like symbiosis. Right? So for me, it wasn't even like I was actively looking for these people. Mm-hmm. I was just putting myself in weird environments where I could have weird conversations with awesome people. Mm-hmm. Um, I, once, I went for an event in Toronto, um, and, I, and, and, and there was this really interesting girl who was just sitting down there just looking super interesting, and I just went to say hello, mm-hmm. um, and she happened to be the president of the Black Student Association of University of Toronto oh cool so if I didn't say hello then like mm-hmm. you know I just missed out on on this amazing person who eventually becomes a member of a member of our team mm-hmm. who then introduces mm-hmm. us to so many other people uh she then that same evening invited me to come to an event that was being hosted by the Nigerian Students Association in Toronto and I, and I mm-hmm. go with her and again this is somebody that I just met yeah, yeah. Like, like we like we had a 30 minute conversation. I was like, yeah, then we're gonna be friends. <laughs> <laughs> and then I go to that event and I meet this other guy who ends up joining. Like we uh we were just chatting and we both love African-centered fantasy.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: And uh there's this book that I just finished reading. It was uh, Children of Virtue and Vengeance. And I was in my I was, I was spending the night in the with a friend um, in the University of Toronto and uh I the book was in their room so I was like oh I actually have this book that I just finished let me give you the book because I'm done with it yeah and uh yeah I I gave him the book and like a month later I'm like hey bro are you done the book he's like yeah do you want to join our team he's like yeah (laughs) you know (laughs) so it's it's putting yourself in opportunity in in situations where you Mm -hmm. can meet people um who Mm -hmm. are aligned you know with similar values yeah um yeah and and even be, even before I'll say this is the last piece even before the magazine launched, I had my personal blog mm-hmm. and I, I saw the blog almost like a mixtape right? oh cool where i when I was just playing with ideas, I just drop yeah. them on the blog, I see how people respond to it. Mm-hmm. Uh, I have these ideas of interviewing Barack Obama and interviewing <laughs> you know like the biggest of the big names mm. and I'm like, okay, before I can interview Barack Obama. I need to show I need uh a track record. Mm-hmm. Right. So who's cool and interesting in my life? My grandma. So oh, I asked okay. my yeah, I asked my grandma for an interview. She gave me the mm-hmm. interview. My grandma is so interesting.
0: Mm-hmm. But
1: I interviewed my grandmother and I use my grandmother's interview as a reference when I'm pitching myself to other people. Yeah. It's like, hey, this is my work. This is mm-hmm. what I do. Uh, would you like an interview? So they read mm-hmm. that interview and they're like, "Okay, this guys makes sense. let me let me give him my time, you know. Mm-hmm. so what what are the small steps you need to take before you take big steps? That yeah, what I'm absolutely. Trying to say, right. Yeah, and make sure yeah. that you're taking those small steps
0: mm-hmm. and building kind of that portfolio in in whatever sense that is for you exactly. Mm-hmm. yeah, I think that's a great tip for people to have amidst the challenges. There's been something, obviously, that has kept you going for so long with this. Um, and now that you've, you've launched this, this platform um, and, and as you continue down the road of trad, has there been a moment that has been most fulfilling to you about doing this work, either previously or that, that you see in the future that kind of pushes you and motivates
1: you to ensure that this work remains meaningful and fulfilling? There are two things that come to mind. The first is that I'm just a nerd, and I just love learning for the sake of learning
0: fair enough i I'm with you there.
1: <laughs> yeah, um, so I interview someone and I'm like, "Oh, I didn't know that about X," and I just get so mm-hmm. giddy and excited. So to me, there's always magic in discovery, and yeah, with everything I do that that discovery has to be a, a massive part of it. Um, mm-hmm. There are some members of my team who I've known for a much longer time. Mm-hmm. and just seeing, like, the deepening and the strengthening of our relationships over a period of time mm-hmm. um, as we have taking our relationship from just friendship to, like, a partnership
0: mm-hmm. with,
1: um, with, with Trad um, and just having them, just having them, just having, like, seeing how we grow as a unit mm-hmm. in and of itself is extremely, extremely special and we have that accountability, the shared mission, um and we are evolving and growing together mm-hmm. and the third thing is just a bit more personal, which is that my great grandfather, um, mm-hmm. his name is Ibezimakon. and people often see that I'm a reincarnation of him and he uh and he so like Odobe is my name, and
0: mm-hmm.
1: Ibezimakon, to, to what the, what the word means in ibo is that um you you learn through sharing, right? Mm. Or you can only give to receive. Um, and for me, it's just a manifestation of my name, right? Mm-hmm. And in the Igbos, we believe that uh, a name is given to somebody. Uh, so the person, so a person walks into their name, mm. right? And your name is something you continue to aspire to achieve all your life. It's mm-hmm. almost like a prophecy. Mm-hmm. So to me, it's really just been the the, the magic of, of fulfillment of that prophecy. And I know that trad is the first thing that will birth many other things as mm-hmm. trad was also birthed from many other things. Yeah, in the
0: yeah. Past. That's incredible. And what a story to have to be able to to demonstrate the meaningfulness of the work that you're doing and how entrenched it is in who you are as a person, which I think is is both unique and, and also something that a lot of people, I think, will find familiar. Right, um, and,
1: and it's also... It's also about the whole team, right? So, Mm -hmm. you know, I was speaking with a member of my team. Well, before she became the member of her team, I didn't know her. She was referred to by a close friend and also Mm -hmm. a senior member of my team. And I called her out of the blue. And she had said, oh, my God, just yesterday, I was thinking about starting something exactly like this. Mm -hmm. Um, And another member of my team had said, oh, man, like. The last couple of months, I've just needed to write, and I've just felt so stuck. Mm-hmm. Um, and this is the thing that I needed. Mm-hmm. So I think about the historic nature of um, of 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 the prophecy that has been made, yeah, but I also think about how it manifests in a really specific ways on our day to day lives and the thoughts mm-hmm. we had the day before and the in the in the coincidences that order. Our days, Mm -hmm. and it's been just deeply. You know, this whole thing has just manifested as if it was destined. As if Mm -hmm. it was created. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah,
0: Yeah, I. That is something I one hundred percent resonate with. Um, and I think I think a lot of other folks would, too, like I when I first told Deb about leading in color, I was like, I woke up and God told me to do this. And right. So <laughs> right. Was, uh, <laughs> and, and that has been kind of like the the identity behind it, which is so I definitely resonate with what you're saying. Like this prophetic nature is so not not in, like inspiring is, is one word I think of. But the other word is like almost stillness. Right. Like it's meant like it's meant to be and as such, this is why we're able to do it, like this is why things are working out. And it it kind of gives me a sense of peace that like yeah. this work is meaningful and fulfilling and it is right, like is is the correct thing to be doing.
1: And you know, you know, Sarisha, I, I think I told mm-hmm. you I was just no I was on a walk this morning mm-hmm. and I don't think I've ever felt this still in forever. Mm-hmm. Right? It's just this feeling overwhelming sense of peace. Mm-hmm. You were in the right place. You were doing the right thing.
0: Doing the right thing. Yeah. Keep
1: going. Right.
0: Mm-hmm. Oh, I just got really chills.
1: Yeah, yeah. that's, that's yeah. just the truth, you
0: know. Yeah. No, that's amazing. I love that. Um, you've mentioned your team a couple times now. Do you want to give a shout out to who your team is? Um, maybe maybe describe a little bit of the work that they're doing or just share who they are.
1: We have a large team. We have a team of 40. <laughs> oh, wow. So so it would be it would be impossible <laughs> To name everybody without forgetting somebody, so I won't. Yeah, no, fair enough. <laughs> um, um, but uh, yeah, well, let me let me talk a bit about the organization. Um, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. So we have five to seven co-coordinating units. We have an executive team that's about seven people large. Mm-hmm. Um, so, so one of our mutual friends sits on the executive team. Shout out to Deb. Mm-hmm. Yes, and, shout out to Deb. <laughs> and she's also the leader of a writer's room. And our writers' room is the largest. We have 17 writers. Mm -hmm. Um, And we have an operations team um, who leads our uh, outreach, our social media, and our relationships with community partnerships across Ontario. Mm -hmm. And then we have our enterprise team that keeps all our accounting clean Mm -hmm. and also leads uh, some of our other fundraising efforts. Then we have our marketing team Uh, that's in charge of making sure that everybody who needs to know about us knows about us. Mm -hmm. Uh, They use all the technologies and gadgets and apps that sometimes (laughs) I feel like it just goes over my head. (laughs) It's like, you guys know what you're doing, so just do it. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, And then we have our design team uh, that makes us look beautiful Mm -hmm. Um, and, and, and ensures that we are communicating exactly what we want to be communicating. Um, and we have our uh, education team that's in charge of our curriculum design, Mm -hmm. um, that creates the content for live events and ensures that we are coordinated across the board from our events to our values, to our, um, uh, to our, to the essays and the videos for the content that we create. So it's, it's a, it's an incredible organization, Mm -hmm. um. Uh, it's all volunteer as well. People receive mm-hmm. honorariums, um, but it's really just, it's um, we do it because we love it. Mm-hmm. And as we grow, we're looking to evolve and do more, and hopefully even soon provide full time employment for folks. So we're growing for sure. Wow.
0: Wow, that's a, a lot of hard work has clearly been put into this <laughs> yeah. um, and, and over the years. So I can I can see what you mean when you're talking about that development that you've experienced. Um, and that's and, that's amazing. Like 40 people strong is incredible. Well yeah. done. Congratulations you. to and you. And I
1: also I also want to just take a second to shout out our cool. mentors as well. right? Yeah, because we cannot do this without our mentors. And I think I can name them Lillian Allen. Uh, she's a professor at OCAD University, the Dean of mm-hmm. the Creative Writing Program. Ian Kedoku is um, a professor at OCAD, Ontario College of Arts and Design as well. Mm-hmm. Um, Dory um, the Dean of Design at OCAD as well. Um, Empowerment Squared, or Organizational Mentors. And we can't be doing what we're doing without the funding that we get from the Ontario Trillium Foundation's mm-hmm. Youth Opportunity Fund. Um, so, so yeah, it's, it's a, it's an organization for sure. It's definitely an organization. Mm -hmm. And I, and I also want to just also say that, you know, to, to the people listening, the young people listening, it's not about putting together a good product. It's about building a good organization. Mm -hmm. And, and when you build the team, once you build the structure, when you have the accountability, Mm -hmm. um, uh, then the product is the easy part. Mm -hmm. And I also want to say that. Um, you know, when I was when I was building the team, you know, I told folks like, let's just build the organization we want to work in. Yeah. You know, like we complain about our experiences, rightfully so. Like we voice not even complain, we voice right criticisms about yeah the discrimination, the mm-hmm. uh, the awkwardness we find in some of these other spaces we may uh, we may work in or play in or volunteer in. And so it's Mm -hmm. like, okay, like, what are the values that we Mm -hmm. want to have? What is the experience we want to have? Let's just Mm -hmm. build it, right? We don't need Mm -hmm. anybody's permission. Let's just do it ourselves, period.
0: Yeah, absolutely. Um, And I think that's amazing that you have such incredible mentors who have helped guide you through this process. I'm definitely envious of that. (laughs) Um, What are some of the opportunities that, either you have available now as you've just launched or when this is airing any upcoming projects that you have for the fall or opportunities plug your website your social media channels um, and where can people find you guys donate that sort of stuff
1: so you can find us at tradmag.ca it's t-r-a-d-m-a-g.ca mm-hmm. uh, social media on twitter on instagram is trad_magazine. magazine tried magazine tried underscore magazine and you can get all the other information on our website um we are so we release every two weeks and we're always looking for people who have interesting takes on the themes uh that mm-hmm. will be uh, we'll be releasing in the weeks and we're down to collaborate with writers with designers um as we build
0: Awesome that sounds amazing. So definitely folks check it out if you are interested in collaborating in the future there's opportunities available. Thank you so much for joining
1: us. Yeah what um, you're doing is what you're doing is extremely important. Thank you for giving voice to us you. and for uh, for building this community so thank you.